Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for the King. King Jesus is who we're working for. Hallelujah. And so look, friend, don't delay. Maybe you're on the outside. Maybe you're on the outskirts. Uh, And you know what? The Lord's led you across this podcast today for a very particular reason. But listen, don't delay. Accept Jesus today. He's got a great plan for you. And you know what? He wants you to get off the couch and into the game. Great things are going on, friend. Great kingdom advancement is happening right now. Don't miss it. And with that being said, listen, I'm joined on the or in the studio today for this podcast by a very special guest doing just what I said. He is out there. I mean, just expanding the kingdom in phenomenal ways. I'm joined by Brother Rick Johnson. Hello, sir. Good to be here, Justin. Hey, thank you for being on on the podcast. Thanks man. for having us. Man, you you are doing some phenomenal things. Well, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, the Bible said labors are few. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, and we're hiring. Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, how how interesting you say that though in in light of uh, everything going on now, it's like, you know, there really the laborers are few. Yes right now and uh i I mean there what what better place though to get involved in than in kingdom work absolutely and so today you're going to tell us a little bit about that rick you you are um doing uh things primarily uh in the nations Uh, i think kind of maybe the 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 focus nation is burma right correct okay and you're just doing some phenomenal things there and uh i had uh met rick I don't know. Gosh, it was last year. I think last September yeah. is when I first yes. met you. And then we ran into each other at some meetings and, uh, just, just listening to your story, listening to what you're doing. I was like, brother, man, you are carrying something phenomenal. So, so Rick is, you know, maybe we might say, and tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, we might traditionally say that you are a missionary. Yes. Yeah. And, and that wouldn't be wrong. I mean, that's no. you, you, you are no. going into the nations Typically, I mean, typically the way I define it is uh, missionaries are people who are, you know, that are t- taking the gospel. They're going in, they're preaching, and they're doing their th- whatever their thing is. It could be medical, could be ministry, whatever, right. it, and coming back out. Okay, yeah. So you're, I mean, you do some missionary work. Correct. But here's what I find so fascinating. I said, man, we got to talk about this. Uh, is So you're working over there. But you have a, uh, I mean, you, you are utilizing business as a way to uh, create an, an avenue for a very um, purposeful evangelistic approach. And so we want to kind of dig into this. I, I, I said, Rick, let's do a podcast and let's talk about a kingdom-minded entrepreneurship that, that utilizes maybe a business model specifically, purposefully, on purpose very intentionally yes. to get the get in, get the gospel into a particular nation or place. And I said, look, I believe that there will be an impartation today for even our own nation. We're here in the United States. If people could utilize uh, 
rather than just being, you know, hey, I'm just going to sit sit back here and do nothing and maybe go work over here, you know, just, just to earn a living. But I think the Lord would encourage people to think a little more along the lines like you have thought and uh, try and uh, be more intentional about reaching a community or reaching, you know, a particular, you know, subgroup of people through a product, an idea, a business, a service, a something, and then utilize that to intentionally inject the gospel. That is, that is fascinating. So Rick, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, give us the overview of what you're doing. And then we're kind of drilling down into some of the ways, you know, some of the different businesses or the different avenues in which you're okay. presenting Jesus. Well, you know, like you said, we, we went, the, our first time into Myanmar was probably a roughly 14 years ago, okay. 13, 14 years ago. And, and when we went, it was just, you know, observation, you know, and we were just trying to do what, uh, what, you know, whatever we could. I mean, it's a closed country. It was very closed at the time. So there was very limited opportunities, but you know, we were kind of like uh, spying out the land. Well, hey, when you mean closed, what do you mean exactly? Like, well, like they just weren't just inviting the gospel over op- there. Open proselyte proselytization. You, right. Okay. You just sure. Couldn't present the gospel in group settings. You had to be able to. Uh, you had to be able to creative. You had to get creative. Wow. It. Wow. So we didn't find there was no open air crusades or anything okay. like that. I mean, churches are. You know, there's several churches, but they're very small, and the opportunities are there, but it's just to do some of the things we would want to do or some of the things that we had learned to do were, were just not there. And so we spent a lot of time working in orphanages, but in, in the whole time, you know, they say preparation time is never wasted time. Yeah. So while we were doing that, we we're learning the culture, the people, what you can and can't do, uh, you know, and just see what works. We're learning what works with people. So we found a, it was a great time for us. What really started us was the fact that we went to this one orphanage. In fact, that's all we worked with was okay. orphanages for the first few years yeah. because they were open and hungry. And so we would go hungry both ways for sure, the gospel yeah. and for food. Yeah. So we, we started going to the orphanages and doing those kind of things. And when we did that, we would uh, notice some of them that were better than others and, and you know, some of them you go in, they had pillowcases, they had curtains up on the walls and stuff and bed sheets and things. And what they, what they had is a sewing machine. So we thought, Hey, you know what, let's start getting a sewing machine for every orphanage we go to. So I think at last count, we had given probably 120 sewing machines to all these orphanages. That's cool. (laughs) And so, I mean, we were their best customer at the shop there where they, where they bought them for a while. And so, but then I got to thinking, you know, you know, because when you go into these areas and you do this stuff, you know, the Lord starts messing with you. You know, I, I call it messing with you, yeah. talking to you, yeah. wh- whatever. But as, as he brought those things up to me and I started seeing things, you, you realize, you know, if you're just one person trying to do this, one sewing machine made such an impact on one orphanage, but there's always limited things they can do with it. So we thought about, hey, why don't we just see what, test the water and see if we could have our own sewing school so we started bringing these orphan girls and and uh at-risk girls and the human traffics and all that stuff and started bringing them to the school uh, started a school and, and we you know put the machines out didn't charge them anything wow just brought them to the school and started teaching them for a year started teaching them how to sew well, so so you so you set up a a, lo- a location yes some somewhere a rented facility okay you bought all these sewing machines and you brought your, you invited these girls, women, whatever 
to say, hey, you want to learn more about sewing? Yes. Yeah, well, uh-huh. do we just put it out that we were having a sewing school. It doesn't cost wow. you anything to come. Free sewing school. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like if you, <laughs> if you build it, they will come, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we, we had a good response, and girls started coming. And so we started training. But, you know, I didn't think so much about it, but when these girls – because we don't discriminate against anybody. Right. And we've had some pretty phenomenal things happen through that. I mean, we um, when we started, we didn't see some of the things coming that were ha- going to happen. And we've had, you know – to learn, because uh, let me set the stage for this. Our our school, there's no electricity, so they use okay. pedal machines like okay. our grandmother, our yeah. grandmothers would have used. Okay, and so it's there's no electricity. So anyhow, we we start these schools like that, and we have you know girls come, and uh, we start having people that were had physical disabilities, uh-huh. like they couldn't walk, you know, or and had and so with the pedal machine, you've got to be able to pedal with your feet and if you can't move your legs that creates a huge problem so we had to come up with a machine you could hand crank and run the fabric with your hand and so the girls could do that i mean so we started and then we started putting ramps in for uh, wheelchairs and and things like that so it was pretty uh it just kind of evolved one thing evolved to the next right so you know we're having these girls come and and then we realize hey there's more we need to add teach these people that now for the first time they have an actual skill because if you if you understand the background for trafficking, most of the time a trafficker, a, a real trafficker, of course, is a dirt bag. Sure. But they're not really lying to these girls because they tell them, we're going to give you a job. We're going to buy you some clothes. We're going to feed wow. you. We're going to wow. take you. We're going to get you a job. You know, they don't say what or what. Yeah. You, they don't tell sure. them you're going to have to sell your soul to do this. Right. Yeah. And then they use them up until there's nothing left and they go back. Well, the to head that off is through vocational training. You give them a skill, something that doesn't have, they don't have to go anywhere. They can wow. earn income where they're wow. at. And so that was the focus. That was my main focus is to, to make sure that we could train these girls. But in doing that, it's not just one thing just to learn how to do something. What about when you start making money? You're talking about people or girls, young, young people that have never had money. Sure. So what do you do with it? You know, I can tell you from personal experience, when, when I left home, I, didn't, I don't think I could balance a checkbook. Right. You know, let alone set up a budget. Right, yeah. I didn't learn how to do that. Right. I wasn't taught that in school. And that's probably one of the things that most people in life, we need to do. Yeah. And so there wasn't, Dave Ramsey wasn't on the air back then, you know. <laughs> so. That's funny. Uh, I'm just saying, so we, we yeah. started, uh, started uh, teaching finances, how to set up a budget to do with your money how, wow. to, how to spend it how to give how to, and you know how to give back to god how to how to save some for yourself and then yeah. spend it on your equipment and things and through all this we also wanted to start laying it out as business principles and ethics mm-hmm. which is you know it, it, to keep it keep it on the level you know it's all our business principles and ethics are taught straight from the bible right so these girls are coming from every kind of background. Mm. You know, Buddhism is the number one religion there. 95% of the people there are Buddhist. 95, wow. So when these girls come, no matter what they are, they leave as a Christian. Wow. You know, because you have a year wow. to disciple. Yeah. And that's what we were told, right? Yeah. And not just make converts, but let's go make disciples. Yeah. And so we have a, a year to impart into these young ladies. And when they get leave, they go back and they do, uh, they, they go back to their village and they tell them, this is where where I learned how to do these things, wow. and now I'm a Christian. And the cool thing about it is just a couple of facts for people that like that kind of stuff. We have about an 80, 85% placement rate. Okay. 
with the girls. They most of them go into entrepreneurial okay. type things. They start their own shops. Wow. We have uh, a currently we've been doing this for seven years, and currently right now we have almost a three year waiting list for girls that want to come into a the three school. year three waiting years list because we haven't had the space. We just finished our building to where we can have some space. We've had to rent facilities. Okay. Now we own our own facility, yeah. so okay. that's a big, big, huge thing. So we're getting ready to open that up to more girls that can come in. Wow. So we, how many total uh, machine, uh, which would, I guess, equate yeah, to? Yeah, we do 12 to 15 young ladies uh, wow. per year. That's and awesome. that's all we could do in the space we had. We're hoping yeah. to take that up to 30 now. 30. Yeah. Wow. We just don't want to Basically doubling. Yeah, but we don't want to overwhelm our instructors. <laughs> Because yeah, I mean, this, sure. <laughs> it's it's a big thing. I yeah. mean, for them, because you know, you think about it. At Twelve months, they don't know how to do anything. So the <laughs> it's kind of bad. But the first month, we spend more money fixing machines, <laughs> repairing machines, because they don't know how to use them. You Come know, on, somebody, so, we need some uh, machine <laughs> money here. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, it's it's just a fact. And then I come from a blue collar background myself. I was a, a aircraft mechanic for almost 40 years okay and so i you know coming through things like that i usually when you're learning the new skills they they give you some kind of mundane task to do repetitively over and over okay like uh, for example if you're sewing they would uh you, they just have you stitching two pieces of fabric together okay over and over and over yeah and i'm like uh, you know I, I don't want my girls doing that i want these girls to learn so what we did was is we we developed this course so we take these girls who have had nothing don't know how to do any of this stuff and we take them out to an orphanage mm. to kids that don't have anything mm -hmm. and it, me and Mar, it's mandatory everybody wears a, a, a national school uniform like okay. white shirts or whatever with green skirt or pants and so uh we take the girls out we have them measure these orphans and uh they go back and they make uh make a make them their school oh, wow. make them one school uniform that's their first project yeah so the first fruits of their labor goes back you're talking about somebody who had nothing yeah but the first thing they made they gave away wow and so it's just to me it's a beautiful thing for them to do it and it teaches them to give freely you've been given freely you give and so that's what uh that's kind of how the girls got how we got started with the sewing mm, school okay so so very very intentionally here you saw this like hey look here's this issue uh, this issue here here's these girls that have been taken advantage of they have nothing we can bring them in, teach them uh, a trade, basically, yes, teach yes. them a skill. Right. And, you know, in 12 months plus, they're able to go back out, back into their communities with that skill, start right. a business. But very intentionally during during that time there, you have evangelists, basically, right. as the directors of the school and ministering Jesus to them. Right. And if, you know, if anybody ever came, uh, comes to speak or even if they're from that country, a pastor comes, you know, right. just to visit the campus or whatever, we have them share and impart with them too something, a Bible yeah. lesson or whatever, wow. whatever they want to share. You know, when, when people come I, in a place like this, you can't get enough word. Yeah. Right. You know, I right. mean, we have it on every corner. We have every availability of, of this and there it's not like that, you know, so wow. we want to put as much into them while we wow. have them under our, under our roof. We want to put as much into them as we possibly can. I love it. I love it. So y'all kind of started with the uh, sewing school, right? Is that kind of one of that's the, that's uh, exactly, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly. Okay. So, started. and you brought me, uh, maybe yeah. we can go this. You brought me a hat. Now, those of you who are listening, obviously you're not able to see this, but if you're watching the live stream on 
Facebook. He brought me one of their hats, and this is Jehovah Jireh Farms. Yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about that. This, I mean, because this, 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 and I don't. You, you may have not have went into it with this mindset, but this is how I'm thinking. It's like, wow, this guy is utilizing a business entrepreneurial kind of model here to minister Jesus. And uh, he started with sewing. And what what a fun, I mean, these girls, I mean, dude, they're coming away with a, a, an amazing ability. Yeah. There's no way they could get the education they get from us anywhere, especially for free. I mean, we, don't, we don't charge them anything. But we've had girl after girl, uh, at the end of the year, we always have a, a graduation ceremony okay. for them. And so we started out the first time, we just brought them to the school and, hey, here's your certificate. Thanks for the memories. You did good. Go yeah. go and multi- do, do, do likewise, you know. And I got the Lord kind of dropped it on me. You need to make this a much bigger deal than what it is because this is a huge thing for them. You're changing their destiny. Wow, and totally. so And so we, uh, we started telling them, okay, you can invite your family. And so we thought, well, hey, if we're going to invite families, we might as well domino down and invite civic leaders. So wow. it gave us an opportunity. Wow. So we had it at a hotel, you know, not a, not a super, I mean, for yeah, theirs, sure, yeah. so there is pretty nice, yeah. but I mean, we have 350 people come to our, wow. watch these 12 girls graduate from sewing school. And even some civic leaders. Have, oh, we have, have Buddhist monks. We've had the school principals. We've had senior pastors. We've had a uh, civic, uh, mayor yeah uh different people like that influential people uh we even had national uh national uh, like a congressman come yeah and so they come and it gives me a chance to impart what we're doing so everybody gets behind what what we're what we're saying you know because you know the one thing the one thing you need in a place when you're you know nobody looks like you is favor yeah you know i mean we got the favor of god but we need favor with man too yeah and so just you know, and they and they recognize that we are, we're not asking anything. Yeah, we're there to give, yeah. you know, and we're there to help. And so it, it I think it, I think there's a, a a healthy respect for that. Sure. And so that's you know that's all we want to do is just try to help these people get to the next level. Oh man, and you are so. Uh, tell us about Jehovah Jireh Farms. Okay, Jehovah Jireh Farms is just probably the the th- second. Uh, it's the third thing we started. But the Jehovah Jireh Farms, basically, we got an orphanage before that. We never really wanted to do one orphanage, mm-hmm. but it kind of evolved into into that. Uh, actually, there was one that we really liked. We went to all the time, but I always wanted to spread out to everybody, mm-hmm. and that's always been been my desire. Is you know, hey, we'll we'll help all these orphanages, and so, uh, but you know, it's kind of it's hard to do that. So when uh, this one orphanage in particular that we went to uh, really liked the couple was had been there five or six times. Typically, we don't go back to one, okay. but really liked this couple. He's a you know a typical thing. Small, uh, the, uh, they pastored a small church. They had like twenty kids, and uh, anyway, he's in his mid forties, and he died, mm, and so mm, his mm. wife went uh, went berserk. You know, I guess mm. is the best way I can say it. I mean, she really. Uh, you know, because she's got all this debt, she got all these kids, wow. and she has don't know what she's going to do. And so my director called me, and he told me, he said, he said, uh, you know, the orphanage that you like, and I, I said, yeah. And he said that we're going to. Uh, he said her husband died, and she wants to get rid of all the kids. I said, you know what? I, I told my wife because I mean she's always wanted to have the orphanage, mm-hmm. 
and she always wanted to do that. And so I told her, I told her, her name's Angie, and I told Angie, I said, you know, if you ever wanted one, this would be the one I'd want to do. <laughs> so she said, she didn't even think, man. She just said, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. And so we wow. call it, we, <laughs> I love it. So we call it Angie's house. Oh, okay, cool. And so just a little background about Angie, you know, Angie, uh, she, she's never had children. Okay. And, uh, she and I both are adopted children. Oh, wow. So it makes it kind of special for yeah. us to be able to work with these orphans like that. Wow. Wow. And so it's, 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 it's been a fun thing, but, uh, in the orphanage, what, what we're doing that still knowing what my goal, knowing that she really wanted to have yeah. her own orphanage and, and I wanted to help a lot of different orphanages. It's kind of like the Holy Spirit starts messing with you again, you yeah. know. And so yeah. you got to listen to those things when He starts talking to you. It's not just it's not just you thinking. I, I really believe He's He's speaking directly to you. And you might I know because a lot of times I'll think that's not me, you know. That's just me, you know. It's not really the Lord. Right, and right. so then, you, but you keep dwelling on it, and it's like, hey, you know this. So anyway, we we synergize the two visions. So I love that. Angie, I love that word. Angie has her her orphanage but what we've done with angie's house is we're going to make it a model mm. of what an orphanage can be wow and so in that sense you know she gets to to be the mother and and to have the kids and to demonstrate how to how to love and you know a family and mm-hmm. that, those kind of things and to take care of the kids but you know as you know uh kids get bigger and they start eating more. <laughs> and, yeah. And, the, and, you know. Uh, I'm discovering that as my yeah. four little ones are increasing. Yeah, and it just gets more and more, you know. And so, anyway, the same, same thing over there. These kids, I mean, they're getting bigger and they eat more. And so, it's like, Lord, you know, what What could we do? So, the Lord, the Lord just put it in my heart. He's like, you know, why don't you buy a, a rice farm? And I was thinking about I love this. I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking, oh, how do you do that? You know, I don't even know how to how you would go about starting that. So I spent the better part of uh, three or four years trying to figure out how to do real estate in Myanmar and okay. try to use some of the ways we do things to the way. Right. And it don't work it like didn't that. Work no, like it that. don't work like that. And, uh, it's like they've got their own set thing, and that's you got to work within their rules. You know, right. and that's part of being, like you say, in missions, you've got to – you don't go in to change the culture. Sure. You know, you don't try to change their rules in a way to make it suit you. Wow, yeah. You go in to, to work within their system. You know, now you can impart your things and change. You can change culture through that. Yeah. But you don't go in there like, hey, I'm the American. Yeah. We're going to do it We're my gonna way. We're going to bust up. Just, yeah. No, no, no. That, yeah, that that's, that's never going to work. It's not even going to work here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go in and start trying to right. do things like that. But uh, when, it, when we discovered that we could get the uh, – finally accepted hey maybe i could do this it about a year after i thought well maybe we can maybe we can do this we i was over there and a and a man come up to my director and he's like hey there's a i know a farmer who wants to sell his rice farm Mm. and i thought Mm. okay i said we can go talk talk's cheap you know (laughs) we could talk all day and so we went out and we started negotiating for a five about a five-day period Wow. My, and I let my director take the lead because he's never done anything like that. Okay. I've done a little bit of that. I don't think I'm particularly an expert, but I, I know a little bit, not yeah. not much. But I, so I let him kind of, and I kind of coached him through it. So we finally got to the point. And we finally settled on on what we uh, on a price, 
and we went ahead and bought that farm. Wow. And it was it was only five acres. It actually okay. was about six acres. Okay. So we have a six-acre rice farm, and I mean immediately the Holy Spirit just dropped. You need to call that thing Jehovah Jireh. Wow. Because God, our provider, yeah. you know, and we need it to provide. So so that that's that's under the farms here. Correct. This rice, this rice farm. Yeah. Yeah, the rice farm. Wow. And so uh, so it's it's been interesting because with the with the rice farm we knew that we needed to uh, we needed to feed our orphans we needed to produce enough to feed them yeah but we also need to be able to donate some and we want to get eventually to where we can sell some yeah but i believe you need to take care of yourself at that point you got to take care of these kids yeah so uh, so we want to take care of them and get all these things settled and then move to the next next thing right so while we're doing that uh we're, we're feeding ourselves, and we learn some, you know, we're learning more about farming rice. You know, there's only about, I think there's about five or six states in the U.S. do it. Arkansas is one of them. Yeah. And Missouri. And, uh, but there's only a few states that do rice here. And it's di- different here than it is there. Okay, so, sure. so we're, you know, we're learning, you uh-huh. know, how to, how to do it and what work within their rules and how things work. So, uh, with the rice, with rice production, it's helped us to, uh, to feed our feed our kids mm-hmm. and and make sure they have plenty and we don't have to buy a lot and all that so uh the the whole thing was is that we also want to donate so when when we donate the rice i got to thinking you know what you know growing up in southeastern oklahoma you know i've been around feed stores and stuff and i thought hey you know what we might as well make a make our own custom bag if we're yeah, going to do that on. so uh, can i show Check it to this you? out yes okay so this is our uh so we had this custom rice bag. Look at this, made. guys. Now, if you're listening, you can't see it. You're gonna have to go on Facebook, check this out. But this is this is your custom rice yes, bag sir. right here, Jehovah Jireh Farms. Right. Got the logo there, right. and then our our company, who we are there, and uh, Triumphant Solutions, Solutions. Limited <laughs> Solutions, Holy Ghost Solutions, people, <laughs> Hallelujah. He saw. Look, here's here's part of the mission, and the Lord. The Holy Ghost gave him, come on, ideas, revelation, insight, a, a witty invention. You know, that's in Proverbs. I love this, though, triumphant solution. And yeah. then what is this right here? This is Burmese, but it's John 3.16 in Burmese. Printed right on the bag. So everybody who gets this bag and anybody who's transporting it, anybody who has comes anywhere near the proximity of this bag. Absolutely. Is getting the gospel. And, you know, to put it in our terms, for our camps, it's a giant track. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's. Yeah, I mean, if you can see this now, uh, how many pounds of rice fit in this bag? Uh, uh, Fifty kg, which is a hundred and two pounds. This is a hundred pound rice bag. <laughs> yeah, there's no rice in this. This is why I'm holding it up. <laughs> Hallelujah! But this is phenomenal, brother. But that's uh, yeah, and that's the Lord just told us if we're going to donate rice, because yeah. you know, our our like I said, ninety five percent of the people we deal with are burmese uh, i mean or they're all burmese but they're buddhist that's wow. their religion yeah so we want them to know this is the universal symbol everybody yep. knows what that cross means yep and but they they have to read this and we got it with the the, the right ink because that ink doesn't wear off you know some oh, of the okay. ink comes off easier okay. this doesn't come off so and they don't throw these bags away yeah sure they I, keep I, them I, I could see how yeah. yeah they keep them and they reuse them and so but anyhow you look at it they know where it come from and what that says. They have wow. to read that. Now, so you started with 
six acres. Have y'all, that's increased a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, Justin, we, uh, we just finished in December. Well, this is, this is, in, I don't know this. if we have time for it, if we have time for it, but the, uh, <clears throat> back in April, you know, there's a, there's a military conflict going on there right now and, right, and right. inflation's kind of, you know, so back last April, I woke up at it woke up in the morning i was in bed and i was just laying there and i'm thinking just thinking you know and then it's like the holy spirit dropped you need to buy another rice farm mm. and i'm like okay i don't i don't have any money to buy another rice farm right, right. well he said well, go out and start looking i so i called my director and i said hey holy spirit woke me up he said start looking for a rice farm so we've got some uh business people there that help us with things mm-hmm. and so i said get get so-and-so and I have, and you and him go out and get your dad and y'all three go out and committee, you know, and yeah. search committee. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they went out to, to look for, for another business. rice farm. Come on. So they looking started for a business. So they started looking in April. They found one in late August. So the problem is with the, with the money issues is, you know, in Myanmar, it's cash and carry. There's no financing. Okay. Okay. So transferring that much money over is kind of hard to do. Oh, you know, when they want it. So I asked uh, the businessman that helped us buy some of our other land. I said, ask him, will you, will you loan us the money or let us advance us the money till I can get it all transferred to you? Right. He said, yes. And I'm like, wow. So, you know, that's a favor. So we had another six-acre track of, of rice that we found. So we, we started sending them payments in, you know, as the money come in. Start sending payments September, October, and we sent the last payment in December. So now we have wow. another six acres added to our other six. So we have 12, 12 acres. 12 acres. Right. And a good thing is one of the farms next to us has two a two-acre track. It's right next to the one we just bought, and they want to sell us that for the same money we paid for the other. Oh, my goodness. So, that, so you're going to have 14 acres, correct, basically, correct. of a rice farm that yes. is going to do one you know see so here here's what and this seems so like you're you're just moving in 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 this seems like people over here in the states are complicating this you you just had a desire to just get get the gospel out and as that was the primary mission then you began to say hey look here here's a way we can get into the here here here, here here's a way that we can bless the community train people up not only give them jesus give them a skill that has literally altered their future Right. And the economy of the community that yes. they're in. Yeah. Um, and so, but it was providing a couple of things. One, it was uh, taking care of the mission, right? Yes. Then now, now it's got to the point where you've got excess. You're, you're able to give it. You're, you're able to give it away, sow it now. Correct. And now with the increase of the rice farm, 14 acres or so, you may be able to even sell some. Right. We're still going to, you know, just just to be clear on that, we still need to get about another, we probably need another 10 acres okay. to really get to that, accomplish that they goal. They need 10 more acres. But, what's know, what's a what's a what's the cost over there? Probably somewhere around three three to 4,000. Per acre? acre? Per, per acre, yeah. Okay. If it's good, if it's good, really good land. Yeah. And the, like the first land we bought, we had to improve that. It, we spent a lot. Okay. Of, we spent you know three or four thousand dollars yeah. just to get some things done to it. So thirty thousand dollars be about ten acres plus yeah. some improvement money. Oh, yeah. Thirty five thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Forty thousand. Sure. Hallelujah. And yeah. and and you'd you'd be able to take this concept to a whole nother level. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean we're gonna we're gonna continue to build on that. But mm-hmm. I mean because we're still learning. 
Right. But that would that would pretty much solidify the needs that we have. Yeah. And everything above that is wow. going to be is going to be bank. You know, I mean, we're going to be able to do some wow. stuff with that. That's phenomenal. That's where the that's where you know the donation comes in. That's where the uh, the uh, selling it comes in and yeah. all that. So I mean, I'm I'm excited about that. But you know, it's yeah. the steps are ordered. You know, and I, th- I I think also you're looking at right now getting into some sort of livestock, right? Yes, sir. That's our current project right now. Well, we have two projects going on simultaneously. Tell us about them. Well, number one, we're building a wall around our campus. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Nehemiah wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna awesome. build a big, beautiful wall. And uh, but anyway, we've we've started started work on it. We'll have that finished, you know, probably by the end of the year. Okay, but we have to have a we have to have a wall around our campus. Okay, uh, which let me put some cons. Yeah. Uh, so we have a we have a seven acre campus. We call the Legacy Campus. Okay. And it's twelve miles from these rice farms. Okay. So so we have we have that seven acres and we have the other the other acreage to yeah, okay. the rice farm. So but it's different. They're they're two different locations. Yeah. So that's where we're putting the wall around. That's where the orphanage is, that's where the new uh legacy learning center is, is Okay, that's that's that. a sewing school and, yeah, and other things. Right. Many things. But so anyway, the uh the uh the right but the back to the rice farm, mm-hmm. you know, the but that was the whole. That's the whole focus is to be able to, to be able to sustain mm-hmm. what we have. You know, um, getting into backgrounds. You know, I mean, a lot of things influence us in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we we want to learn from the scripture for sure, and we go to college to add to that. You know, but I, I know from personal experience where I grew up, I watched people that were on welfare. And, you know, I, I've seen I've seen it used both ways. I've seen people take, really take super advantage of it and manipulate it. Sure. And I've seen people that it really bailed them out, and right. it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Sure. And what I do realize is that when you're in a country like this, you know, you're not you're not perceived as rich. Hmm. We're perceived over there as independently wealthy, which is a big difference between being rich. You know, first world problem. Is that your uh, your toilet stopped up in your house? That's a first world problem. First world problem. Okay. Yeah. You know stuff like that. You know you didn't have uh, your, your car ran out of gas. That'd be a first world problem. Yeah. You know, so you get into places like this, and I mean we're that's how we're really perceived. I mean, and they think that we it's just an endless supply of funds. Mm-hmm. And what I want to instill or impart. While I have my time on this earth with my with my people that I have the influence with, mm-hmm. is that you can do this yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we depend on the Lord for a lot of things, but while we're while we're having money come into the ministry, we want to build a base that will sustain the ministry yeah, there. Yeah. That because if, if the economy here dried up or something happened there, we still mm-hmm. will have what we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're not dependent upon those kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, And I I want to make sure that if anything happened to me, Mm -hmm. if I was to die or or whatever, I Mm -hmm. could never go back over there or whatever, that it wouldn't be dependent upon me. Wow. And so it, 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 it must carry on beyond us. Mm-hmm. And the only way I know that that can happen is if they know how to do things themselves for yeah. themselves. Yeah. And so if 
and think about the 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 self-satisfaction i mean for for us when we when we do something mm-hmm. you go out and you work and you you make it and you you do it you know of course god's the source always mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. channel yeah you know you work that channel yeah and you get that you know the 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 gratification that comes from those things yeah. and so that's what i want to teach them I, I don't want them to look at every foreigner that comes into that place as 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 a as a pile of money right right you know i want them to look at at hey you know we can do this too yeah you know, and to, and to build that uh, self-sufficiency into that. Yeah. So that when we do receive, you know, when so that we're, we're maintaining what we have, but when we do receive fundings, that we are actually able to do some kingdom business. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, some serious. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you, um, uh, you know, you and I could go and we could go catch a fish for a guy. But, you know, that old saying, like, look, you, you could do that. Right. And you could take care of his needs for a day. Right. But unless you teach him how to right. go fish himself, see, right. I, I love that. I mean, y'all are instilling in these people not just uh, a skill or a trade, but a whole way of thinking. Out of the box thinking for yeah. them. It really is out of the box because they can't really even imagine things like that. Wow. And you have to start somewhere. Yeah. But you have to show them, you know, and I have, have to remind them, hey, this is what you're doing. Yeah. You know, God's provided, but you're doing this. You know, you're making this into what it is. You know, and and you said, I love this too. I, I don't I don't want this to just go by and we miss it. You said Holy Spirit woke you up and said buy a rice field. Listen, I, that is so phenomenal. Like, but but you but you have given yourself to hear from the Lord like that. Um, listen, uh, those of you who are listening and watching now, man, we what I'm saying is we need to give ourselves to, uh, to allow Holy spirit to minister to us like this. What if Holy spirit woke, woke you up in the middle of the night and said, go start this business. Why? Because he's going to use it as catalytic to be able to get the gospel to somebody or, or, or to bring somebody out of a place of desperation, mental poverty, maybe even physical poverty, natural poverty. You know, too many people right right now are just looking for handouts when what they need is, Hey, let me give you a hand up. Let me, absolutely. L- let me train you. Let absolutely. me bring you out of a paradigm of poverty. Yes. Yes. That needs to happen yes. here in the States. Rick. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if we'll just allow ourselves, of course, you're, you, you've been willing to put in the hard work and that's, that's, we, we got to get across that across to uh, Americans too. You got to be willing to put in the hard work. You've got to be willing to get over there and, uh, or, you know, get, get over here, but, 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 Get up, learn, study, research, put in the hours, put in the effort. I mean, running these operations over there takes some effort, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, but well, you that's know, but, okay. But, you know, ministries, we, we just work two hours a week. You yeah, know, right. Hey, sh- uh, don't tell anybody. All we're, all we're doing is preaching a sermon. <laughs> that doesn't count. So, yeah. Somebody's laughing at me. Well, on your vacation, you went to a hog farm out in North Carolina? Well, I, for a half a day, I went to a hog farm yeah. on my vacation yeah. just to check out things. Well, why? Why? Okay, because our next level is going to the uh, – we're taking Jehovah to our farms, and we're going to start our agricultural projects. <laughs> Folks, are you listening to this man? Hallelujah. I love it. All right, so, yeah, so you're, you're going to expand it over, over into animals, basically. Absolutely. Livestock. Yeah, we're starting with the best. And so we had to – like I say, we have to determine – a lot of people ask you different questions, but uh, what animals work there? You know what? Yeah. What? What? Do, what will they use? What can? Okay. They, so you know, a lot of people say, "Well, aren't you going to raise cattle?" And like, well, you can't because you know here you usually need about two acres per head yeah. to just for grazing, unless you're going to feed them, and then it's that runs right. into astronomical amounts of money. Yeah. So for us over there, what's going to work is pigs. 
uh, chickens, wow, and goats. Okay, okay. And so we're gonna we're gonna build a state of the art swine barn. Oh, I, love I mean, I'm talking I love it. concrete floor with the drainage ditch, steel girders, metal roof, misters, lights, music. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to be playing some gospel music, contemporary Christian music for them, an, for those animals. Yeah, twenty four seven. That's because they're music calms be affected the savage by beast. the blessing. Oh, absolutely, the blessing, and it it keeps Hallelujah. them calm. You know? Really? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to have a Farrowing house, and uh, so we're going to have. Uh, probably start i have out. no idea what a pharaoh house Farrowing is. house uh, is basically we'll have six sows six adult uh, okay six adult female pigs and we'll uh we'll breed them and yeah. they'll produce a litter yeah. of probably anywhere from uh, we're believing for somewhere between 10 and 14 pigs okay and per per sow yeah and so when when they start when they start doing that then we'll feed them out to about 80 pounds and then we'll sell them wow and so that should and pork is a big thing in okay, asia for anybody okay. that knows that yeah you've been to those uh, you've been to those chinese buffets you know it's yeah, a yeah. lot of pork on that thing so they love it and so pork and rice you know the two things wow. and then we're going to start a poultry barn uh where we because we're here in arkansas so you know yeah. you know a little bit about that so we're going to have a nice poultry we barn. have chickens so yeah right yeah but we're going we're planning on having a lot of chickens yeah and so we're uh got but we got to build the swine barn. And then we'll come down to the goat barn, too. We'll have goats. Wow. And so wow. we'll have the goats for milk, uh, chickens, of course, for eggs, okay. and then the uh, swine or hogs for, you know, just for meat. Now, like with the uh, goats over there, do they do, 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 they do like, <clears throat> goat cheeses and stuff? Yeah, with, we'll, we'll start. Well, typically, a lot of people there don't like cheese. Really? Yeah, they don't like cheese. They like milk, but they don't like cheese. Interesting. No, nah, they, don't like Ita- like they don't like Italian food. So if you're, <laughs> if you're looking, if you're taking a, a Burmese person out, they're not going to like Italian. Okay. <laughs> so, In- interesting. But anyway, so but the goat, yeah, we'll do the. We'll probably make some cheese, and then uh-huh. we'll do the uh, use them for milk. Okay. We got a lot of lot of figuring out to do. Yeah. For for the goats. But so the 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 first thing right now that you're pigs. tackling is the pigs. Yeah. So because like I say we want to raise floor. You know where wow. you can wash out power wash out yeah. under it and just we'll have a you know we'll have a little uh, a house down there a small you know sleeping quarters for somebody when the when they're having uh when they're birthing yeah so we'll have that and so it's going to like i said but we need to set this up state of the art because we want to be the example wow now here's the cool thing about this just oh, i love this man this is where we get this is where we get more influence into the community so you know ministry is not all right, listen, sorry. Listen to what he said. This is how we get influence into the community. This isn't just about being a business operator. This isn't just about saying, I start businesses. I, you know, this is about how do we get influence? How, how are we able to, uh, through what ways and means are we able to get uh, an opportunity uh, to share Jesus? I love that. Like that's the whole that's the whole motivation. It's not just about let's ha- let's see how many businesses we can start. Right. I mean, let's see how many businesses we can start. Right. But with the uh, uh, the intention is we're going to get Jesus. We are intentionally going to evangelize through these methods. Animals. Yes. All right. Back 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 no, to what you were saying. No, just uh, okay. Here, but the way we the way we work this is. And I believe this is the Holy Spirit gave us this whole strategy. Yeah, okay. I, 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 so this, I know he did. This goes back to where I want to help a lot of orphanages. Well, my wife's got 
the orphanage that she wants to. And that's Angie's can, house. Yeah, Angie's house, and okay. she can take she can take and be the 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 house mother and 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 demonstrate how an orphanage should run. Mm-hmm. But my desire has still been to help a lot of orphanages. So we take this state of the art swine facility and poultry house and goat house but we'll start with the pigs because that's where we're starting Mm -hmm. so we'll take these pigs when this sow has her pigs we'll take and we'll bring one of those pigs and we'll offer them to one of the orphan other orphanages okay the burmese the burmese orphanages where we where they don't really like christians Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we'll take we'll send that olive branch out but the thing is, we're not just going to give them an animal to slaughter. Mm-hmm. We're going to give them an animal to raise. Right. But we want to be that support system yeah. for veterinarian, for feeding, right. for husbandry, wow. for all those things. Listen to that. So if we have that, we have that kind of connection, relationship, you know, mm-hmm. that relationship with these orphanage directors where they feel comfortable, they can come to us and ask mm-hmm. us for information. But mm-hmm. see, we're not just giving them. We're we're mm-hmm. teaching them a fish. We're going yeah. to give them the fish, but we're going to teach them how to raise it. And yeah. then we'll even provide, you know, for the uh, for the breeding practices. We'll we'll let them breed to us mm-hmm. for free, wow. so they can wow. have their own, set them up in their own operation. Yeah. Now here's where this gets even better. Now we've got we start we we didn't believe that we'd have this for several years, maybe four or five years from now, and it just kind of happened two years ago. But now we've got five six churches there, and so. One of the biggest things, problems. Six churches, wow. One of the biggest problems that we've had, or I shouldn't say a problem, one of the things that needs needs help is that when you put a pastor out into a church plant and you expect him to go out and be the, be the pastor, to do all mm-hmm. do the, the work of the ministry, you know, to mm-hmm. study, to preach, to teach, to go out and evangelize, and to do all these other things, to take care of his congregation. And keep in mind, these guys are dealing with a Burmese population okay you're talking people that don't know a lot of them who don't know anything about christianity right they have no idea so he's starting from ground zero Mm -hmm. and you've put him in a place where he's he's the pioneer Mm -hmm. i mean there's nobody there's no support staff for him or anything Mm -hmm. you know it's him and his wife and and that's what they're doing in their hut having church services wow so in a place where it's hostile to christianity wow so bless these guys so what better way to do these if we take a church plant because you know you have to sponsor those Mm -hmm. those church plants take money to sponsor but what if we could alleviate some of that problem Mm -hmm. what if we could give him his own pig and we could breed Mm -hmm. it back and Mm -hmm. we could teach him how to raise animals and we could teach him uh how to take care of chickens Mm -hmm. and give him chickens where he's got eggs not only for his family but he could sell every day Mm -hmm. you know and he got he's got a way to earn income yeah and it, it, it would just alleviate a little bit of the problem. It yeah. wouldn't solve the whole issue. Yeah, but it, but like you said, though, that's a – boy, if you could just solve some of the that part of it. Anything. You could take care of anything. So that's, wow. that's how we take agricultural to work for the church plants. Mm-hmm. That's how we help influence into these other orphanages. Now, here's the, here's the thing, Justin. I told you when we first started there working with these orphanages, uh, one of the things – one of the things – I don't share this a lot, but – one of the things I was there, and I was probably the second year we'd been there, and it was at Christmas because Christmas is the best time to be there for us. Okay, because you know people they know about Christmas, they don't know anything about their true story or any of that. Okay. So it gives okay. us a lot of evangelistic opportunity. So the good thing was that we were able to. Uh, I, I was in my hotel room, and I'm like, 
I don't understand, Lord. We can't do we can't do the the big evangelistic things like we want to do. And I just, I was really frustrated. You right. know, like how to how, show me how to do this? Like you couldn't do what? Like a mass crusade? Yeah, you couldn't you do know? that. You couldn't go out in the street and do dramas okay. or yeah. stuff, anything yeah. like that. You know, just the things that I had learned how to do. And it's just like you can't do any of that here. So sh- what can I do? Show me something. And it's like the the Lord showed me. He, he showed me in a vision. I don't want to get too weird for people, no. but I'm just saying that, that I, ain't I've, weird. I've maybe had two of those in my life, but yeah. this was the first one I can, I can actually remember. So I saw a map of the country of Burma. I saw a chain link fence in front of that map. And in the bottom of that, on the bottom of that, there was these baby chicks and they were going out and coming back in. If you've ever been on a, on a, on a watch chickens with baby chicks, they'll go in and out the fence. They'll go out and eat the good grass and they'll come back into mama. So that's what the Lord interpret that. The Lord told me, he said, this country, they don't care about their children. They're, they're open game. I should say they don't care. Right, they, right, right. They don't right. care if you talk to them. Right. You know, because in these orphanages, you know, nobody's really monitoring that at all. So they're the baby chicks. So right. we can present the gospel to them, and they can come out and listen to us, and then yeah. they can go back. Yeah. And so you keep your whole discipleship process going. Yeah. So that's – that's the whole point in, in trying to do these things with, with, through agriculture is to wow. be able to influence wow. into those areas but with the children. And so, you know, if, if you can reach the kids at those, at those young ages and they see it demonstrated, mm-hmm. then they're going to be more apt to want to be that yeah. and understand that. At least you've put the seed there yeah, for sure. Wow, 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 brother. Now, you had mentioned uh, we just we've got a little time left. You had mentioned legacy. Yes, uh, tell us some of the different aspects of this legacy house. Or, well, the legacy you... building, we just finished it. It's okay. a seventy-five hundred square foot. It's three stories tall. It took us twenty-three months to build this thing. Wow! But it's all paid for. Praise yeah, God! Hallelujah! Praise God! But uh, it's the biggest project we've ever taken on over wow. there. So it's on our campus, the legacy okay. campus, and it's right next to the orphanage. But in this building, we're going to have we're going to start teaching uh, Eng- English as a second language classes. We're going to have uh, computer training for for them. Wow! We, of course, the the sewing school will be there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have the bottom floor. We'll start a new church. Might as well use it for on the weekend okay. and have a church yeah. too. You know, and so because our churches are harvest churches, and so we'll start a new harvest church there. And then we're going to uh, we'll have a lot of different meetings and things in it but we'll also have uh, we'll also have want to expand into uh maybe a small gas repair wow for that you know if we can find the right instructors and stuff wow. for small gas repair but the but the thing i'm probably the most excited about is is that we're going to start our school of the harvesters okay okay so that's uh taking 14 15 years of what we've done overseas that things that we know that work right it's not a Bible school. Okay. Not a seminary. Okay. Okay. It's pure evangelistic training. Wow. So wow. if you've been to seminary, if they if they've been to seminary, and there's a lot of them that have been. There's okay. a seminary there. There's seminaries there. Okay. So if you've been to that or you've you've got that kind of training, that's good. But we prefer to have people that don't have any training yeah. so that we can take and mold that into what we need them to do. Yeah. Which is be evangelist. Wow. Because in a country that's ninety five percent Buddhist, how do you how do you attack that population? It's not sending them to four years of school, seminary, Bible yeah. college. Yeah. We need to get you back out in the field. Right, right. So we're going to bring them in, and we're going to teach them from methods. I mean, from puppets 
uh, wow. puppets to street dramas to music, uh, just anything and every computer classing. Wow. Anything that we think of that, that we've used, magic tricks, yeah. uh, anything that draws a crowd yeah. will listen to your message. Wow. And so we're going to start training people to do that. Well, the thing is, we are strategically placed in Myanmar. If you if you don't know where Myanmar is at, if you look out on a map, we're right between China and India. Okay. <laughs> you know, the two biggest countries in the world. Right. Bordered by Thailand on the south, Bangladesh, 117 million people in a place that's the size of Rhode Island. I mean, you can't hardly look without seeing people there. Wow. One of the most impoverished countries in the world. Right next to it. Right, right next to it. And a Hindu, Muslim, you know, Buddhist thing. And so, I mean, we actually can touch and reach all these areas. I mean, it's well within our grasp to do this. We are well able to do this. But once we train these people, and so what I'm saying is the need to be self-sufficient to sustain. So when we have things, we can send these guys or gals or whoever we, you know, wants to go, whoever is called to go, we can send them. Wow. You know, and send them into these areas oh, where you and I could never go, mm-hmm. never be able to go. And because uh, we stand out, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we got the. So Angie and I figured out a long time ago that if we're going to really accomplish these tasks, if we're going to do this, if we're going to do be all we can be. And we're going to do what the Lord wanted called us to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to multiply. Wow. Because, I mean, addition wise. I mean, she and I could go the rest of our life, and we could tell good stories right, and put out right. a really nice newsletter and give you some really good pictures and videos and things like that, and we could do that for the rest of our life. But if we're really going to be kingdom-minded, mm-hmm. if we're really going to take the kingdom, if we're going to advance this thing for Jesus, mm-hmm. we're going to have to multiply. Wow. And there's only one way to do that, and that's to yeah. be willing to teach what you know to other people. Yeah. So we're not going to be the only ones teaching. We're hoping that we'll have a lot of friends and pastors and evangelists or you know people that will come and impart while we're there you know in our school so i love it man wow but that's what everything i've talked about that's what it all leads to yeah is that school of the harvesters okay the cool thing about the school of the harvesters is one of the books i learned out of how to preach and do things overseas is called the the wonderful powerful gospel of jesus christ Mm. and it was written by jerry and marilyn odell okay and so we translated that into burmese wow we also trained uh translated the the uh, authority of the believer. Oh, oh wow. awesome! Awesome! <laughs> and, Come on uh, now. So we're and we got the scriptures in. Bur- we've already got those three books in Burmese. Wow! So and now we've got the building finished. We're just waiting for a few more things to to come to come into place before we're ready to start. Wow! Well, we man. We, we do right. have fifty people waiting right now that are signed up that want to come in and learn. Fifty people. Fifty. Hallelujah. So think about that. Think about that. If we have fifty come in. And we could have that every every uh, session, you know. Yeah. Which I think it's going to be a nine month session. If we okay. could do that every year for not every nine months, think about how many people we could put out into that harvest yeah. field. Yeah, and that's what we need to do. We need to mass produce harvesters for this end time harvest yeah. for this time. We're in the greatest wow, time man. of our of our lives I believe it. of Christianity to do these things. But we've got to be figured out. I mean, the Holy Spirit's been good about that, and he's mm-hmm. showing us ways to do these things. Mm-hmm. So I, if there's a better way, tell me. I'm not, I'm not right. opposed to listening to right. that either. Wow, brother. Well, hey, I believe that um, – you, you were saying you know, we've got to we've got to duplicate multiply our Absolutely. ourselves that that was my prayer with this podcast that really 
that, that you're even doing that now. Just, just the inspiration, the impartation, uh, to have such a strong vision to see people reach for Jesus, but yet you were open for Holy Spirit to navigate you with, hey, do this, do this, think, think on this way, move in, in this, this way. You know, it wasn't just abracadabra. It's not magic, but, but you, you, I mean, you have put your hand to some stuff. It's phenomenal, man. So I really pray that, uh, and I believe, I do, I believe that there was an impartation today that something just got lifted off of you. This, 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 this dark funk has just been lifted off of you that you will allow Holy Spirit now to, to begin to bring you solutions of how you can get moving towards the ultimate goal. You know, as far as ministry goes, you know, we're kingdom-minded people. We want to see people saved. We want to see people reach for uh, Christ. But, you know, how, 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 how? Well, I believe that lid of how is being blown off and an impartation is coming to you. Just just allow Holy Spirit to navigate you. Rick, do you, I, I, you, you said you were an airplane mechanic. I, I mean, you, you don't have a background of just starting businesses and Thanks. No, I, I did go to college, though. So, sure, I mean, I yeah. Went to, uh, I graduated from Oral Roberts. But uh, the Holy Spirit's led you in all this. What well, I'm, you know, I, while at, right? you were saying that, this this was come to my heart. Yeah. Is that, you know, if the Lord don't build the house, the laborers work in vain. Yeah. If you're not willing to listen to the master crafter, come you're on. not. you're never going to get. I mean, you could do a lot on your own, but I want it to be successful. I want it to be sustainable. I want it to be able to be modeled. Yeah. I want it to be fruitful, yeah. you know, and the only way we can do that is allowing the Lord to use us that way. Just like wow. when I told you, he woke me up I about buying the second rice farm. Yeah. Do you realize uh, you, you don't, but let me tell you that from that April until we paid that land off, that rice doubled in price, that 50 pound or the hundred pound bag I showed you, it was $20. Now it's $40. Wow. So, I mean, he knows, Yeah. he knows what we're supposed to do. You know, it's even here in the States, it, you know, with everything going on politically and there's some, just some crazy strategies against us, uh, you know, being in a place of employment, uh, it's getting increasingly difficult to be open about your faith and different things. Listen, and, and, and I'm not saying don't be a good employee, but I'm saying, look, what if God would, what if you allow Holy Spirit to maybe adjust your thinking? What if you started a business? What if, you know, what if you bought the proverbial rice field? What if you started a pick farm? I mean, what if you said, all right, Holy Ghost, I want to be able to be, uh, I, I, I want to be used. I want to be able to share Jesus. What if you went and pioneered something? That, that's what I want you to get here. Yes, if you're working for somebody, praise God, be, be a great employee. But I'm saying it's getting increasingly hostile here. You know, they're saying, we don't want you to say this. We, we don't want you to talk about that. Well, well then fine. Then, then you go start a business. What about the community that you live in? Are you passionate about seeing that community reached? Uh, what is a service? What is lacking in that area that you could not only meet a natural need, but then also you can meet a spiritual need through the avenue or the mechanism of meeting that natural, physical need. Listen, here in the States, we need to start thinking, uh, allowing Holy Spirit to help navigate our thinking. We allow ourselves to say, look, maybe, may, may, maybe I should put in the effort and develop something. That's, that's what I think you should get. That, that's what I want you to get as we leave this. Rick, I mean, wow, I am, I, I just, I'm excited about what you're doing, man. Uh, you. It's phenomenal. And, uh, and, and I don't want to take away 
from really cheering you on and what you're doing there by, you know, trying to say, well, people here should do things. But, but really, I mean, it's fascinating what, what, what you're doing and the, and the fruit that is abounding and will abound. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, I, I mean, I don't, uh, the, 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 the best days are now and yet. Yeah. Hallelujah. Really All right, Rick. Are. So, uh, in the last couple minutes here, why don't you, uh, uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you. Like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you have a website, you know, yeah. how, how, how can sure. people follow you? Uh, well, we're on Facebook as triumphant ministries. And we're also, uh, our website is triumphantministries.com as uh, spelled out. And so that's the best way to get hold of us. And of course our phone numbers and contact information is all there address and everything. So thank you. Okay. Hey, listen, I want to encourage you to, uh, get a hold of Rick. Listen, I, I'm, I'm here in the studio and I've been with Rick a couple different times. And listen, I want to tell you this, this man's humility that he walks in. If you're looking for a project, uh, if you're looking for some seed to sow, may, maybe the Lord is dealing with you. Uh, maybe you already have a business. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you, you want to branch out in some very creative, um, uh, evangelistic entrepreneurial ways, and you need some seed to to so listen this is some this is a this would be a great ministry to sow into rick i just want to say thank you for i mean your hum, humility the way you carry yourself uh everything you're doing is phenomenal man i i just want you to know that and uh, so listen get a hold of what the, what they're doing if you're looking for a place listen they are on they're really on the verge of really going to the next level with 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 this this thing and so if you want to be a part of some really phenomenal evangelistic opportunities get a hold of triumphant ministries and rick and his wife angie hallelujah maybe you have a heart for orphans angie's house rick's wife angie just phenomenal things happening there so rick thank you again for being here thank you for having us oh brother i appreciate you man hey listen if if we can uh partner with you through through prayer that's one way that we can say hey let us connect with you Several ways that you can reach out to us. You can call us 870-741-9099. We would love to agree with you. Um, you can go uh, to the website. There's a prayer link there. Or you can send us an email. Hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. Also, I want to say, hey, to all those who financially supported the podcast, wow. We just, wow, wow, wow. Uh, we can't do what we do without you. And so I want to say thank you. If you want to participate in that way, there's several ways that you can do that. If you're in the United States, you can text the give 84321. That's 84321. Just follow the prompts. Of course, you can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give, or hey, snail mail still works. Hallelujah. We still take checks in the mail. Don't. What about you, Rick? Yes, sir. Checks in the mail. That's PO Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602. I just thank you in advance if you want to participate or, you know, partner with us in that way. Hey, until next time, friends, be blessed.